Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. Today, we are going to talk about ROI. And if you don't know what ROI is, it is return on investment. But I'm going to ask you to think a little bit differently about the ROI on yourself as technically you are your biggest investment at all times. Now, don't worry. This is not going to be one of those shows where it's like, oh, you have to invest in order to grow. I... There's a lot of toxic things happening in the coaching industry right now, and there's a lot of people who are calling it out. And if you don't have a clue what I'm talking about right now, that's okay. I just, I want you to know, this is not what we're going to talk about. I want to shift and maybe just shift your thinking a little bit differently when it comes to investing in yourself and what that ROI looks like. So it's a little bit of a spin in how I've had to shift and change things. So I'm going to take it back to, you know, Really, the pandemic became a time of a birthplace for so many online businesses, especially in the online space. I mean, there's a lot of pros and cons to investments. And I know that when that time happened, I just turned 50. My job was gone. My 28-year career completely gone, starting from scratch and prepping for back surgery that I didn't know was coming. So it was a very chaotic time. And a lot of our world was shut down being in Canada. And so during that, it was like, I've got to figure this out. I have to make this work. And I literally found myself investing in a lot of different things, like so many different things that it was like, she must have the answer. No, they must have the answer. No, this must be it. And that's what you can do when there's so much uncertainty and unknown. And I often look back to what I was doing at that time. It was like, wow, what, what was that? But I didn't know. And I was really just trying to make it work because I was in this real time crunch, right? Again, I had a lot of friends who were freaking out and they're in their 30s. I'm like, okay, great. I'm in my 50s starting over again. So it is a different, it's a different experience. And I have made some really good investments and some not good ones. And I've had to learn how to shift this because have you ever been in the space where you've made an investment in yourself and you look back and go, why did I do that? Like that was not for me. Or maybe you didn't actually know it wasn't for you until you were at the end. And it was like, wait, that's it. I didn't get anything out of that. Or that wasn't for me, or that didn't actually help me for where I'm at. And if you've ever made an investment in yourself where it's like, that is not what I thought it was going to be, or that did not lead me where I thought it was going to lead me then you'll find some benefit from this episode today. So in the beginning, I was like literally jumping at results. Like what were the results people said that they had? Now understanding that when people talk results, 
that is, it's really just a great way to market themselves because the best marketer is literally the one who wins. I know that. And I understand that now, but I've had to come to a space of recognizing that there was a point in the year where I went, all right, let's make a list of what I actually want to learn, who I want to learn from, what values do they have? Where do we align? What does that look like? What does it feel like? And that started to get, that was really helpful because then there might be noise or distraction, which really, let's just for call it as it is, a lot of social media is distraction. It is. And so when you're able to be clear on what it is that you want to learn, who you want to learn from, what values you align with, it gets a lot easier to say yes and no to different opportunities. And there have been some incredible like coaches that I know that I would love to learn from, but they're not now. It's just not, that's not the space that I'm in. Or I can look at it and go, I mean, are they living and embodying the life that I want to live? Okay, great. So they made $50,000, but are they actually living and embodying the life that I want to live? And if they're not, the answer is no. It actually, here's the thing. It's nothing about them. It's about me being clear on what I want to learn. So that was something I had to learn over the last couple of years. And it's really interesting because I have a husband who is a business major and he's very much the math of like, what's the ROI? Like what's the return on investment? And I don't think it's that simple anymore. I just don't think it's that simple. I think you have to make things for, look at things through a different lens. So say, for example, something costs you $10,000 to join. Is your ROI only the amount of time it takes to get your $10,000 back? If it is, maybe it is. But if it is, then what are you actually learning in that? What are you walking away with? Like, what? Are, what is? how is it benefiting you? And this is where I had to really start to shift in how I saw this. Because as you invest in yourself, you are the most profitable investment you can ever make. You are, 100% you are. It yields not only in the return right then, but in future returns and in a current payoff as well, like in so many different ways. But the sure way to like achieve a better quality of life be more successful, productive, grateful for what you have, grow into the best version of you is to place yourself in a top priority of your own personal growth. Does that mean you have to invest beyond your means in order to grow? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know that. You do not. Committing to yourself and maybe committing to your health like goals every single day your nutrition goals, how you want to feel, your time for yourself, your self-care. I mean, I prioritize my rest at night. My nighttime routine is an ROI on myself. I literally prioritize it like it's a job. So it doesn't have to be a dollar investment. I want you to start to think of this as like, what is the return on investment on yourself? What does that look like? And what does that feel like? Like, As this episode goes, I just had my 53rd birthday. And that is a bit freaky to say the age number. And at the same time, so proud because I've walked through a tremendous amount of challenges, physical, emotional, all of the things. And 
I'm proud of myself for how I keep showing up and that I am 53 and I do prioritize health and fitness and rest and nutrition and relationships and boundaries and how I want to feel all of those things. I prioritize them because the ROI on myself, I place as a high value. That's important for me. That's how I own my choices, literally how I create change in my life. But I'm going to give you even a bigger spin on this in that I want you to think about, like, if you're a person who said, yes, I invest $10,000, when do I get that $10,000 back? I want you to think a little bit bigger because the lessons of what you are learning and the investments that you're making can pay you back for years to come. Not just the dollar amount, the return that you get, but for years to come. When you invest in yourself, it's impossible to have a clear dollar for dollar return. And now that you start to see this, it's hard to unsee it. But as you think of it, like I'm going to refer back to one of like my investments that I made years ago. It might be considered a low cost one compared to some people. It was not low cost to me at the time. It has allowed me to step into the roles and the energy and the identity that I am now years later. Like one of the very first investments I made in myself was the Facebook group. Um, It was called the Supercharged and it was $97 US a month. That was like 130 something for me a month. And at that time, it was like, what's my return on investment in that? It wasn't a clear dollar to dollar. But what I can say is I looked at that investment and I knew it was pretty big stretch for me at the time. I showed up consistently. Like I was in all the calls. I was there and connecting. And now, like some of the people that are in my life, specifically Sue, who is like one of my closest friends, and she is the editor on this show, as well as my co host on, we're co-hosts on Everybody Holds a Story, we met in that Facebook group. Like we met in that Facebook group probably back in like, I don't know, 2015, 2016. And we often joke how that was such a big investment and a scary thing. But I guarantee you, I still reap benefits from that because that initial growth that happened then still continues to compound on itself from years ago. The other thing that I I can't help but share, and this was a mentor who helped me to really shift this and see it differently, because I can be so hard on myself when it comes to, but you did this and it didn't turn out this way. And so you screwed up and like, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't work. Just, you know, that whole thinking doesn't work, but it doesn't stop me from doing it is during that time when I joined that Facebook group, I actually put the intention to go to the live event, which was in Arizona. And when I went to that event, well, first off, I literally kept saving pictures of it. I kept saying, I'm going to get there somehow. I have no idea how. Almost maybe a week before the event, right? Still didn't have a way to get there. And somebody reached out to me and said, I have a free ticket to the event and I would love to give it to you because I know this is important for you to go. And I'm like, I don't have a plane ticket. I don't have anywhere to stay. How am I going to make that work? And I'm like, no, I'm resourceful. I will figure something out. And I remember at that time that 
I was able to use and scrounge points together to be able to get a ticket. And ironically, like, I think I booked the ticket the day before, no joke. And I got it probably cheaper than everyone else that I stayed with. They all laughed at that, but I did. I found a way there and I stayed in a room with total strangers. I got into the room at midnight the night before, had to literally go and crawl in bed with a total stranger who I had never met before. <laughs> so freaky that the next morning when the lights were on, the one girl was like, um, Janessa, there's somebody in your bed. Who is that? And it was like, that's the whole thing. We often joke about this now. We laugh about it. But that was the stretch that was required to get it in that room. I knew in my cells I had to be in that room. And I still have pictures that I share online from that day because that day was the turning point for me when Alexi Panos asked, what is one thing you wish you could be more vulnerable with your audience about? My hand shot up in a room full of 300 people I didn't know. And my, my answer was, I wish, I'm so tired of everyone saying you're so strong And I was really in the thick of this. Like this was in 2016. You're so strong. Like, and I wanted people to understand that I had to work on it every single day. Like every single day. It was so much work for me to shift my mindset. None of it was automatic and none of it was easy. And her answer to me was, how would they know if you don't tell them? And that was the switch for me to recognize that, oh, I'm actually not sharing how hard this journey is because I didn't want to complain and I didn't want to be a victim, but I hadn't learned how to do that yet. And at that event, I spent probably an hour and a half talking to Alexi on her own. She changed my life, hands down changed my life. I came back and I felt inspired to start my book. And my book was published just a little over a year later. I I don't, I don't think I would have been in a space to see that book as a possibility unless I had attended that event and sat in that room and unless I had fought really hard to get there. So that return on investment, that event might've cost me all things included, maybe a thousand dollars with everything, which don't be wrong. A thousand dollars is a lot of money, but I guarantee you that even when I made a thousand dollars back in some way, shape or form, I'm still reaping the benefits of going to that event. I am still having benefits and return on investment from that event, like seven years later, I really am. I am still having return on investment from seeing and hearing Lisa Nichols speak live in 2016, you know, seven years later. It's like, that is the piece of it is that it literally, you can have a return on investment for years to come. And that's why I don't want you to look at something that you're doing for yourself as only the dollar for dollar return on investment. It's just not how it works. You know, the same thing with my book, the amount of money and time I put into writing my book in 2017, have I had a dollar for dollar return on investment? I have no idea. I don't even know. I'm going to say probably nothing. And the amount of opportunities that have opened up for me from that experience of writing my book, it's still paying me back. It's still paying me back. So that means that it can pay me back in ways that I can't even see yet because they're not here yet, right? I'm speaking, I'm keynoting for a um, an organization called Sober Kids out of Vancouver, 
Canada. And it is about supporting parents dealing with teen substance abuse. And that is coming because he Googled to find a resource, Chris did, Googled to find a resource of somebody who speaks about teen substance abuse, found my book. We connected. I actually did some coaching with him. We actually were able to like help and put this vision together of what his organization is going to be. I'm keynote speaking at it. And he ordered a huge box of books to give to the parents that are there. So is the return on investment still continuing? Damn right it is. Damn right it is. It continues. It continues because I decide it continues. I decide to look for the wins and that return that's there. If I only focus on the dollar for dollar, then no, no, I am closed minding that and I'm blocking what I'm seeing. So I want you to just shift a little bit and to see this differently. And I'm going to tie it back to something from the very beginning of the episode. The things that I said yes to in 2020 out of desperation, if I say things out of desperation, like I, I, I'm like, oh, I should join that program because I'm going to let, miss out on something. She's got the thing to know to do, whatever that is. That's the wrong energy. And I recognize that now. Do I have this level of like frustration or resentment for the things that I said yes to? Not nearly as much as I used to. That dollar, those dollars spent have taught me a lot about myself and what I want to say yes and no to and what's important to me. So they're not lost. I didn't screw up. I learned. If I continue to invest in things out of lack or feeling like somebody else always had the answer and I didn't, then no, I'm not learning. I'm not learning. You are always your biggest source of investment at all times. And as I shared earlier, you can invest in yourself in a number of different ways that are not dollar. But when you prioritize yourself and you put yourself up at the top of that list, you will be considering yourself as an investment and that you will never lose out on. You will never lose out on because you are your best investment and every single relationship in your life will start to change when you start to value yourself and yourself as an investment. So I hope you followed along with that and I hope there was value there for you because I want you to see and learn that you can always be your best source of investment and to give yourself maybe a tiny bit more grace when you're being hard on yourself that you haven't had the return that you were expecting by now. So I love it. I am grateful for you. Thank you for continuing to share and put these episodes out. And honestly, I'm just, I'm grateful that I get to do something that I love doing. So I hope you have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Mm -hmm.